Hello, and welcome to the TVNT podcast. I'm Adriana. And I'm Selena. And we are two sisters that have decided to let the internet into the conversations that we have about TV and pop culture over endless cups of tea. In our house, the reoccurring questions are Is it tea time? To which the answer is always yes. yes. And what are we watching? So pour yourself a cup and get ready to get into it. Hey guys! What's up everyone? Welcome to the show! It's episode one! I'm so excited. You guys, welcome to episode one of the TV and Tea Podcast! I'm so excited. We're doing a little late night record session yes love our little late night sessions with our fabulous cups of tea fabulous cups of tea cheers to episode one cheers let's get into it we are two sisters who want to invite you all into the juicy conversations we have tv tea we're gonna spill it all yes definitely (laughs) Um, the reason why we started the podcast is just to share the conversations that we have on the couch constantly. Mm-hmm. As a family, we sit down, we pour ourselves a cup of tea, and we're <laughs> like, what are we watching? It's always like a group thing, and we we break down the shows that we watch so much, and yes. we have such like expansive conversations <laughs> over the most mundane shows. Think 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 tanks on like say yes to the dress. Yes. We're going deep. <laughs> For no reason. So that is the reason and the purpose behind the podcast to just expand the conversations around all the all of our favorite shows that we have and a little bit of pop culture mm-hmm. and you know what's going on in the world. Yeah, so let's get into a little bit more about who we are. My name is Selena. I'm 21 years old. Adriana is my big sister mm-hmm. and I'm a journalism student at FIU. Something else I would like to share is that I have another podcast with my best friend Kat. You should all go check it out. It's called Tipsy 20s, where we drink wine. I swap the tea for wine in that (laughs) podcast, and it is all of our drunk conversations and the craziness of our lives. Yes. Yeah. So, a little bit about me. My name is Adriana. I'm 30 years old. I am the firstborn of five, um, the eldest sibling of the bunch, and I am a digital marketer and web developer. I also have a blog, and I'm going to be starting my YouTube channel again pretty yes, soon. Yes, snaps for that. You know, in the age of quarantine, I'm just, I've decided to create. Content. Content. Constantly. All of it. <laughs> So, you know, I'm getting back into blogging. I'm we're starting this podcast. This is episode one. So, you know, check us out. Um, and we'll leave the links to everything else that we do in the show notes at the end. So let's get right into it. Our first segment is gonna be something we like to call quote of the week. Yeah, quote of the week. Quote of the week. We're gonna give you guys a quote from a TV show or a movie that describes our week. And mine is turbulent, because my week has been turbulent. (laughs) My quote is by Nene Leakes from Real Housewives of Atlanta, and it reads, 
so nasty and so rude. <laughs> That's an iconic Mimi, like, quote, and, like, it just really sums up the times in which we are living in, like. Yes, so let me explain. I chose this quote because I think Corona is so nasty and so rude. It has definitely put me in a bad state of mind this week. And you know what else is so nasty and so rude? Tell me. I've been breaking out. Oh, no. So I think it's because of the amount of sugar I've been consuming because I've been home drinking a lot of tea. Mm -hmm. So now the tea that I'm drinking right now, seen sugar, no sugar, and that's also so nasty and so rude. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know if I've ever had so much bread or cake in my life like yes. mommy is baking every single day and there's mm. like so much ice cream and I'm eating more chips than I have since I was like a child like yes I have not had this many like ruffled potato chips in my life at this point oh, the chips can we talk about Elaine's stress buying and cooking and our stress eating yes like it's, it's just, not healthy it's out of control Elena's our mother. <laughs> and it's just, it's it's really tough. It's, it's, I can feel it in my pants and like all I've been wearing is pajamas. <laughs> oh no, don't tell me that. <laughs> like the other day I was sitting on the couch and my like, you know, <laughs> you know when your, your underwear is like tight and it like cuts into your, the, your thighs. Adriana. <laughs> I was like, why are these underwear so tight? And I'm just like, yo, I def, I need to get up and start walking. I need to like really get into a routine if we're going to be home for months. I just have been wallowing. So I'll get there. I'll yes. get there. Tell me about your week, though. What's your quote? I hope it's less turbulent than mine. <laughs> <laughs> mine, I'm actually taking from The Real Housewives as well. Mm-hmm. And it is from the premiere episode of The Real Housewives of New York season. I think we're in 10 uh-huh. um, this year. I'm not really sure. Um, but it's from our newest housewife. Her name is Leah. And she just said, I just find men useless right now. <laughs> and sis, I could not agree more. Yes. When she said it, I was like, oh, I had to tweet it. <laughs> I like felt it. I rewinded it. Mm-hmm. I was just like, yes, that's exactly how I feel. Because in these quarantine times, as a single lady, yes. I have been like, you know, dabbling in the dating apps. Love and it. it's just... It's just not, not, it's not what I want it to be. Are men okay? I'm not sure. <laughs> um, that's another conversation for another day. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like I keep trying to have conversations and I'm just like, this is pointless. And so I just felt this on like every level of my being. You know, men are just useless to me right now. Snaps to that, snaps to her. All the men I'm talking to right now are quaking. <laughs> <laughs> Let's dive into our favorite shows of all time because I feel like you can't we can't just start talking about our shows and you don't know what we like what we're into and you know what our favorites are so I just want to share a little bit of the past shows that we have loved endlessly Mm -hmm. okay so you want me to start yeah you go ahead okay so number one favorite show Gilmore Girls Gilmore Girls. Yes. As a teenager, I watched that constantly. 
Emily Gilmore, the grandmother, is literally like our grandmother to a T. She is rude. She is bougie. bougie. She is always firing the help. You know, that is our grandma to like the T. And I just love that show so much. The characters are just so great and it's so funny. I just, I still will rewatch it if it's like on during the daytime, like that three o'clock time slot after mm-hmm. school. Um, so yeah, so Gilmore Girls, show number one. Oldie but a goodie. Yes. Number two, Willing Race. <laughs> of course. I mean, that show, I could watch the episodes over and over and over again. Another one that I used to watch growing up all the time. Karen Walker is literally the prototype for my personality. She is bougie. She is bitchy. She is always drunk. She is kind of rude not always the nicest person that you meet but like at the core of her she's a sweetheart and she cares deeply about the people that she loves I love that for you you know that's just me I I see it (laughs) (laughs) so Will and Grace is an all-time fave number three would be Battlestar Galactica yes which in my opinion like I'm a big sci-fi person love 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 um Battlestar Galactica is one of the best sci-fi shows for me I mean, the characters, the whole story of, like, the Cylons and how even when you die, your consciousness gets downloaded. Like, that entire concept is just something that, like, I can't wait until we can figure that out. Yeah. And I hope I'm still alive for that. I don't know. I mean, hopefully the Rona doesn't take us all out. (laughs) But Battlestar Galactica will always be a fave. And, like, fun fact, I'm pretty sure that was the first show I ever binged on Netflix. Really? Because I didn't watch it when it was on TV until the very end. Like, I watched the last, like, maybe season and a half with Mommy. Mm -hmm. But when I got to college, I was like, okay, I need to go back and, like, really go from the beginning. And I'm pretty sure, like, I started watching that show when Netflix was still sending you DVDs. No way! Like, I wish I could go back in my history and see, (laughs) but, like, I remember... Watching that, like, freshman year, and... It makes sense that Netflix would be sending it was DVDs still, at that they time. They were still sending DVDs at that time, and that's when yeah. they were, like, first venturing into, like, TV shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, at first it was just movies, and so I'm pretty sure that was my first Netflix binge. <laughs> that's such a nice little, right? little fact. I was like, when I was making the list, I was like, wow, <laughs> this is true. Anyways, okay, so next... Fourth one would definitely be Sex in the City. Mm. You know, Carrie and the girls. Samantha, like, a woman after my own heart. <laughs> such a great character. That's got to be at the top of every girl's list. Yes. Yeah. You know, Samantha just is a boss-ass bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you just, you want to be her. So, love Sex in the City. Even though it didn't age as well when you watch it now as an adult. A bit problematic, for sure. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Slightly. But, you know, that show just holds such a great place in my heart. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, I cannot leave my favorite, favorite, favorite women out of this. The Real Housewives <laughs> of New York. <laughs> I love how that's on your top five list. A reality show. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Real Housewives of New York. I have watched the entire series. So I'm saying all 10 
or 11 seasons Mm -hmm. at least three times. Yeah. And I've watched certain episodes like 15 times, like over and over and over again. Scary Islands, like (laughs) the fact that they didn't win an Emmy, it's just... They've Wait, they have No! Oh, they've been robbed they've for been sure. Robbed. <laughs> they deserve it. <laughs> yes. You know, nothing makes me smile on like a Wednesday night more than seeing Sonia and Luann and Ramona in the Hamptons, drunk, <laughs> falling over, or in Mexico on vacation, bossing around the pool boys. Like, I aspire to be like these women. Yes, absolutely. I cannot wait for the day where I'm in a house, wasted, telling some young, some young man that barely speaks English to put my shoes away. The oh way that no! Ramona does it. <laughs> Absolute favorite. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So that is my top five. I love those picks. <laughs> And I love how I mentioned one of your favorites being a reality show, but I have, wow, I have a good three on my top five (laughs) that are reality shows. Okay, give them to me. Number one, sci-fi royalty, Game of Thrones. Okay. Although it didn't end on a good note, I have to say it is one of the best television shows of all time. I agree. It holds that slot. I, I have to agree. Mm-hmm. It's like number six on the list. Just because the last season, you know, we cannot, it cannot be ignored for me. Cannot be ignored, of course. However, I started watching that when I was so young. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was not appropriate at for all. my age group. <laughs> Especially but, the earlier season. Yes, not at all. Very raunchy, but I was, in mommy's words, titillated. <laughs> Number one, gotta have that one up there. Number two, Sex and the City. Of course. Another one that I was far too young to watch, but iconic. Yeah. I very much identify with Carrie. I want to be a writer in New York, just living my best life, free and single, and just like... I just want you to, like, treat men better. Oh my god, I feel attacked. <laughs> no, not like now, but I'm saying better than Carrie did. Oh yeah, oh of course. Like for those of you guys who have watched the show, Carrie did not deserve Aiden. At all. And At all. She was trash to him, okay? I thought you were talking about me for a second. I was no, like, whoa. No, no. I was like, she's bringing up my past. <laughs> not you. I've been talking about in relation to her. Like, okay, okay. she was super trash yeah no it was fun and fresh though (laughs) for the time number three on my list is catfish (laughs) that is right catfish on mtv what better what better show could you could they have made like, really you and truly, it show. is so interesting, so entertaining. I love to see the people bamboozled every episode. <laughs> I just love I to see it. Bamboozled? What are you astray by someone that I've never seen? And the dynamic between Neve and Max was always so amazing. Yes. Like, when they found the catfish, they were, like, so hard on them. And they were so protective of the people. But they knew that the people were dumb. And it's just, like, I loved to see it. I love to watch it. I've probably seen every episode. Number four on my list. 
Temptation Island. Hey, it's lit. <laughs> the raunchiest of a raunch of reality TV. So entertaining. Guys, if you do not watch Temptation Island, this is your homework for episode one. Yes. Go find Temptation Island, whether it's on Hulu or on demand, whatever, and go watch season one and season two. There's only been two seasons, but in those two seasons, boy! So much happens. Season one was so iconic. It's basically a show where you watch people cheat on each other, but like for <laughs> some reason, I love it. It is amazing. 10 out of 10, highly 10 recommend 10. number four on my 10 list. 10 out of 10, love that. Number five on my list, which I've already mentioned, is Say Yes to the Dress. <laughs> of course. I don't know why. And you know what's funny? Even before this, like last night, I was watching YouTube videos of Say Yes to the Dress. Oh like, my god. I was re-watching the episodes. I've probably seen every episode at this point. I don't know why I love it so much. <laughs> But it just merges everything I love. It's fashion, it's drama, it's people falling in love. I just, I think it's great. You love that show and, like, I just don't get it. Like, yeah, the dresses are just never it. Like, they're just, they're, they always miss the mark. Let me tell you something. <laughs> the episodes where the girls have $10,000 budgets and are, like, super chic don't hit the same if you don't see homegirl from Kansas buy a $1,200 horrible dress. Like, they don't hit the same. You appreciate the good because of how bad everything else is. I mean, I guess. Mm -hmm. But, oh, that, that's rough. I don't like, I wish, like, if they brought up the taste level, I might be able to get into it. But I just, I can't with the, with the fluff of it all. And the, <laughs> the, the strapless necklines. Like, I just, oh, I can't. I hate a strapless dress. But, um, you know, some of them hit, especially if you watch Say Yes to the Dress UK. I think they have a little bit better. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. But let's get into now our top five current favorite TV shows. Okay, what is on right now for you to watch? Okay, number one for me would be The Sinner. Love that show. They're in their third season. Mm -hmm. Season one, season two, snapped. I mean, they brought Jessica Biel out of, like, wherever she was with <laughs> Justin Timberlake. Oh, and in hiding. In hiding. <laughs> and it's like, the actress I didn't know I was missing, like, mm -hmm. I just, she did such a great job. The writing on that show is so good. The acting is even better. Mm -hmm. Like, this, and I'm not, like, a scary like scary show movie person. But we love like, a creepy show. Come but it's on. it's, like, creepy and suspenseful, and it's, like, a unfolding mystery, and... The beauty of that show is the simplicity of the storyline. Mm -hmm. Like, at the end, episode 10 comes on, and they've unfolded this entire mystery, but it's, like, the simplest explanation. It yes. It is, is not far out. It is not wild. It's not something unimaginable. It's not... It's life. Crazy, weird. It is... It's, it's life. C'est la vie. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. Like, the way they do that is just like no one else. I love that show. Number two would be a sci-fi pick, Gotta Go, with The Expanse. Yes! You know? I absolutely love this show as well. I can't wait to finish watching the latest season yes. with you. It was on the Sci-Fi Network, and of course, like they always do, they canceled it. Mm. I mean, they Sick. Keep, they, 
sick. They keep the magicians, but they get rid of... The expanse. Yeah, I don't get it. So, luckily, Amazon, the ruler of all, has picked up the series and it is now on Prime. You can binge watch all four seasons. They produced the fourth season and it is just such a great sci-fi show. The acting is great. The storyline is great. The wardrobe. The wardrobe is amazing. The woman that plays the head of the UN is just so chic. She's like an older Indian woman and she is just so regal. She is wearing the most extravagant gowns and like all this amazing jewels. She like iced out. Just Always. like icy. Always. <laughs> and she just looks amazing. Like that show just kills it for me. Like everyone is hot. The story is great. And where they start in season one, you think it's like this one little mystery that's going to be solved. And where they bring it at the end of season three is like it opens up an entire new world in the galaxies. Mm-hmm. And you're just... Your mind is blown. Like, that story is amazing. So, that is an amazing show. Love it. Cannot recommend it enough. hmm Number three would be Schitt's Creek. You love this show. I do. It's my <laughs> new favorite. Um, It's on... I started watching it on Netflix mm-hmm. and binged all the seasons. At first, like, a friend put me on and at first I, like, couldn't get into it because one of the characters was, like... So gross. The mayor was, like, so nasty Yeah, to that's me. why I couldn't watch it. He, he was so nasty. He was just so <laughs> gross to me. Like, I literally got nauseous and, like, had to turn it off and, like, went back to it a couple weeks later <laughs> and then just, like, powered through and, like, got through him. And, I mean, the writing is just so smart, so funny. The, the characters are, like, really endearing and they just kind of bring you in and they're They've lost all of their money and they're living in this town that they own in a motel and they're really like down on their luck and like trying to figure it out after like their entire world has been flipped on its head but they do it with like just like a little bit of grace and like just like so much humor that Mm -hmm. it's just so endearing like I just love the characters they just had their series finale so it is now complete and, you know, it's just, it's such a great show. I just, I'm, I'm going to miss it because it's like one of my favorite. But yeah. Maybe that's something I'll try to get into. No, in you definitely should. It's like one of those shows. It's like everyone's The Office. Like to me, like I'll just put it on at night and like watch it and enjoy it. But it's like not like a heavy watch. It's easy. Okay. Easy breezy. Fun and fresh, cute. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Number four is I'm, I'm venturing into our favorite channel, AMC. Ooh, yes! <laughs> or number four is Killing Eve. Killing Eve! I haven't seen this one. Yes, you have to get into it, okay? Mm-hmm. The characters, it's about an assassin and the agent that's hunting her down. And the woman that plays the assassin is, like, one of the most amazing actresses right now to me. Mm -hmm. I I, I don't know her name. She's from the UK, and she's also on another show that I watch, and she's just, like, such a great actress. Like, I'm obsessed with her. Wow. Um, And it's just, like, a game of cat and mouse, and Mm -hmm. they're always, like, one step in front of each other, one step behind, and it's just, like... It's just such, like, a great story, and the acting is so amazing. Like, I just love it. 
A lot of people have talked to me about this show, so maybe this is another must-watch for me. Yes. And as well as starting, all of you guys. It's starting again this week mm-hmm. for their third season, so we should you should catch up, and then mm-hmm. we can watch season three together, and then yeah. like, recap it for the show. Oh, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Super, super cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and AMC is just killing it, and the next show is another AMC show. That I'm just like so obsessed with, but Riviera. Riviera is one of my favorites too, you guys. Oh, so good. So the concept of the show, since I feel like nobody watches it except me, Mm -hmm. um, is this woman. Her husband is in an accident and dies, but it comes to find out that he maybe he may have been planned and he was murdered. And she's unraveling the mystery behind his death and his business dealings and their financial situation that she wasn't privy to. And she is just like learning about her husband that she thought she knew, but she really doesn't. And Mm -hmm. it's starring Julia Stiles. It's set in Monaco. It is so great. Like the story is so great. They just have one. They are in their second season right now. It's on TV currently, but their first season was just so good. Mm-hmm. And like the styling, the wardrobe. Like I love her wardrobe. Style goals. Like mm-hmm. that was my 2020 style goals vision board. Like I was going to redo my closet to look like her. She is just, she's dressed like effortless, effortlessly, but chic and sexy and just put together and adult mm-hmm. and refined and just oh my god like the styling I cannot get enough of love it love it love it love it love it so elegant yes but AMC is killing it they have those two shows as well as two others that I watch McMafia and mm-hmm. The Discovery of Witches and like I don't know what AMC is going doing right now but they are just whatever it is they're killing it killing it like I'm obsessed with all of those shows can we get AMC this week yes yeah, I to. want it back. Yeah, so do I. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's it for me. What are your current faves? My top five current faves. My sister is not going to like my first one. Oh, God. Cheer! Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, you guys, I've been trying to get Adriana to watch Cheer with me for months. I'm literally obsessed with it. It's on Netflix. I think I'm going to rewatch it in quarantine because it's just that good. It is about this college cheerleading squad and all of the characters have so many like internal struggles and battles going on but it doesn't impact their ability as athletes and they're such amazing athletes so definitely a must must watch i love that show so much i'm just like that's just not my show like it's just not one of my i'm just i'm not interested i'm gonna watch it with my other sister anyways my second (laughs) current favorite (laughs) My second current favorite is Money Heist, another oh, Netflix yeah. show. You guys, the plot of this show is so twisty and turny. Um, season one, it is a very cat and mouse type situation. So interesting. The leader of the group of robbers is so smart and the plot that they make just unfolds so beautifully. And... Season three just came out. I can't wait to start watching it. And hopefully we can cover it eventually in the show. Yes. I watched like half of season one. And for some reason, like, I don't know why I stopped watching it. You and were I just, annoyed with the people. Yeah, because I was watching it in the living room and Pete and like we had guests over and I, yeah. I just couldn't get into it. <laughs> Anyways. 
My third current favorite show is Outlander. Oof. Yes. Anyone who has stars and is not watching Outlander. We're missing out. Definitely missing out. Such a good show. I love the chemistry between the two main characters. And the guy is just so hot. He's just delicious. Girls, if you're... And ferocious. He's wild and ferocious. Wild and ferocious and rugged. Ladies, if you are lonely in quarantine like us and you need some eye candy... Yes. Watch Outlander. You will not regret it. Okay. He is just tall and he's... Just broad and... Mm. Yes, and the storyline is absolutely amazing. Based amazing. on a book, so of course they have a lot of Details ideas. and like, just so much backstory to work with. Yeah. And love number... That. Love it too. Number four on my list of current faves is Little Fires Everywhere. Ooh, already? Um, <laughs> yes, it's so good. <laughs> It's on Hulu, Reese Witherspoon, and... Terry Washington. Terry Washington. I always do this. I call them Legally Blonde and Scandal. (laughs) I'm like, those women. Um, So good. It reminds me of The Sinner. It's a little dark. Mm -hmm. It's a little mysterious. Mm -hmm. As the storyline unfolds, you're like, okay, I see it. I get it, and I like it. Okay. I'm eating it up. I binged it, and I think you all need to binge it, too. Okay. I'm going to start that. I just haven't yet. I just don't understand what Hulu is doing with these, like, week-to-week episodes. So I'm waiting for this week's episode to mm-hmm. air, and then I will watch it before the finale next week, and then we can talk about it. Yeah. Side note, I feel like Hulu is doing it wrong. Release all your episodes. For real. We're in quarantine. What else do you have to do? Like, give us what you got. I'm mad at them. Anyways... <laughs> Number five on my current favorites list. We're rounding off the list with Married at First Sight. We need to finish it. We have a couple episodes to watch yes, right now. And behind. you guys, this is a show that we have followed since the series one of season one. Yeah, like years ago. It is such an interesting concept. They match a bunch of couples and these couples don't date. They meet at the altar and they get married and they basically work backwards in their relationship trying to make it work. And it is just such... It's everything. It's everything. It gives you the drama it gives you the psychology aspect of it. You're like, oh my god, this is so interesting. And yes. it's like, it is what you want out of a reality show. Yes. And when it doesn't work, it's even better. Mm-hmm. Because then they're filled with drama. They're yes. fighting. They're <laughs> so, some of the couples are so toxic. And mm-hmm. We just eat it up. Like, I love it. I love to watch The Train Wreck. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I also love to see it work, and it does work sometimes. So definitely check that show out as well. For sure. We love that. So now let's dive into the topic of this episode. Now that you know our tastes and you know a little bit about us, we're going to talk about what everyone in quarantine is talking about. Mm-hmm. Tiger King. Of course. <laughs> Mr. Joe Exotic himself. The King. The king? Can I call him the king? No. I love Joe! (laughs) I can't. Why? He is a psychopath. You guys, Tiger King is going to kick off our best of Netflix series, 
for the pod. And it is going to be the best one of the series because it's just the craziest show I've ever seen in my entire life. Okay. Now, if you are living under a rock and you happen to be listening to us, just a little backstory on the show. Mm -hmm. It is a seven-part documentary series. True crime. (laughs) About a man that is arrested for a murder-for-hire plot um, in the world of big cat private zoo ownership. Mm -hmm. And there are just so many layers to this story. Too many. That they really, I mean, the man that did this um, documentary, what a freaking break he got. He was at the right place at the right time and met the right person. And he just stumbled into this world of big cat ownership, which like who thought that was a thing? Yeah. And private zoos and the cult that those all are. You guys, the people who own, okay, animal people are weird, period. period. Number one. The monkey people are weird. The snake people. The snake people are so strange, but apparently the tiger people take the cake. Okay, all of these characters could have their own docu-series. And they need to. Yeah, and literally this filmmaker, I feel like everyone who's ever made a documentary wishes they made Tiger King. Oh my god. Because it is just that interesting and yes. good. Completely. It follows Joe Exotic mm-hmm. and he is the owner of the what's his zoo's called? Mm. Winnie World. I don't remember what it's called. I know it's in Oklahoma. It's in Oklahoma. This small ass town. And he owns over 200 big cats. So mm-hmm. that's tigers, lions, ligers, and, you know, cheetahs. Yeah, I believe he has cheetahs you as know, well. He's got a couple monkeys. He's got mm-hmm. a couple bears. He had alligators. Yeah. I mean, his little zoo operation was fully stocked. But listen to this. This is not even what is interesting about this man. Joe Exotic is a gun-toting, mullet, bare-got-teeth, strange outfit, two-husband-having country man. Oh my god. Just a total hillbilly if you ever made one. Like, I just... The fact that people exist like this and... We are just sitting here thinking, like, everything's all good. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, crazy. Yes. So, I definitely want to talk about this. Episode 1 of Tiger King, one of Joe Exotic's employees loses an arm. Yes. And they caught it on film. <laughs> yes. What are the odds? <laughs> what are the odds? This woman is dealing with a tiger, trying to feed it, I believe, and the tiger takes her arm right off. And Joe Exotic goes to his, um... His closet. His closet takes out an EMS jacket. <laughs> and he's, like, dressed for, like, the 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 occasion. Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand that. I was like, why is he wearing that jacket? Like, he's a paramedic. He <laughs> walks into the gift shop of his zoo, and he tells all of his customers, y'all... This woman just got her arm bit right off. <laughs> right off by the tiger. I can give y'all a rain check or I can give you a refund. But you had to hear it from me first. Like, what? Yes. Sir. And, like, you think, like, oh, my God, that's awful. She loses her arm. 
But then she goes into the hospital, has an ampu- has the rest of it amputated, and then goes back to work five days later. Her rationale behind this, I had to show the media that owning big cats is not the issue. I love these animals, and this is my life. No. Could not be Sick! Me. Could, Could never be me! Like, she's better than I am. Because I would be like, sir... I am going to need you to, like, I'm going to sue the holy hell out of you. I'm going to need you to pay for the rest of my life. For seriously, like, where are the lawyers in all of this? Like, that was completely wild. Yes, and then not only is Homegirl missing an arm in Joe Exotic's clan, we'll call it, hella people are missing teeth. Hella (laughs) people ain't got no teeth. As you're watching the show, you're like, okay, we've got a missing arm. We've got two missing legs, we've got missing teeth, and people are just sitting around in these interviews for this documentary with no shirt on, their tattoos exposed, they're just like out in the wild, and you're just like, what is happening? Like, Mm -hmm. seriously, this is just a band of misfits, if you ever saw one. Yes. Later on in the documentary, it comes out that both of Joe Exotic's husbands, you heard me right. Both of Joe Exotic's husbands are addicted to meth. (laughs) Let's talk about the fact that he is really a predator. Okay. Like, (laughs) he goes around these towns into the rest stops, Mm -hmm. and he picks up young guys. Mm -hmm. Both of these men met him when they were 19 years old. Yeah. And he lured them in because they had no other family and they had no other job prospects And he's like, well, come to the farm, play with the tigers, (laughs) work here, live here. And I'll give you meth. And I'll give you meth, and you'll marry me. Yes. Okay, so these two husbands are being interviewed. One of them has no teeth. One of them has a big tattoo property of Joe Exotic above his private area. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, this is so strange. And later on, it comes out, apparently, um, get this, his husbands weren't even gay. Supposedly. Allegedly. I mean, I just don't even understand that. Like, at the end of the documentary, they're like, you know, they were only with Joe for the meth and for the cats. And it's like, sir, (laughs) the cats... So you mean to tell me you were in a romantic relationship with a man man. for 10 plus years. You married him. For meth? I need another meth addict to confirm that they would do this because it don't make sense to me, honey. At all. And like, I just don't like the framing of their like, oh yeah, I'm just going to move on and I'm going to go like marry another woman and I was, I'm not gay. I was never gay. I was never gay. And I have property of Joe Exotic tattooed on my stomach. Yeah, like just say you're bi and like be done with it. Like nobody cares, move on. But like don't frame yourself as not gay. That's just very, very, very strange to Mm -hmm. me. However, I gotta say, I feel for Joe Exotic and I definitely have empathy for him because that bitch Carol Baskin... tried him and basically ruined his life you can't tell me she didn't ruin his life okay but like what came first did joe become obsessed with her or was she obsessed with him because that's the one part of the story that i'm not entirely clear on and i just want to information 
She's like, you know, like, who, what came first? Let's get into Carol Baskin, though, okay? Carol Baskin, and every time after you say her full name, you have to say that bitch. That bitch. Because that's how they say it in the series. <laughs> like, because Joe is so obsessed with her, he's like, Carol Baskin, Carol Baskin, Carol Baskin, that bitch, that bitch, that bitch, that bitch, that bitch. <laughs> like, he is just fixated. Mm-hmm. Like, <sighs> Carol Baskin is a Mother Teresa vibey. <laughs> Um, Saving Tigers woman. She has a big cat sanctuary in Tampa, Florida, where she rescues, and I air quote, rescues tigers from a life in cages. But guess what Hope Girl does? She puts them in another cage. She takes these tigers and puts them in another cage, and apparently she's saving them, and it's a sanctuary because she doesn't breed them and because she doesn't let anyone pet the tigers. But in my head, how that makes sense. Like you are running a zoo and making money off of these tigers in cages Absolutely. and you wanna chastise all of the other people that are doing the same thing as you. Yeah. Make it make sense. It doesn't. It does not because she's the pop calling the kettle black. Like she's doing the exact same thing that all these other people are doing, but she's got Pina backing her up and You know, she's just sold a better story. Better marketing. (laughs) You know, her angle is a little different, but it's the same. And, like, she doesn't even have to pay to get her tigers. Mm -hmm. Like, she has just been acquiring them. She's been liberating them from Liberating them. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. Around the country and world. But they're, and she's bringing them in. And, like, yeah, she's taking care of it. But she's got, like, a whole system. She's got her interns that are there for years. That take care of these tigers and 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 feed them and do all the maintenance on her property and run the zoo and run the tours and run every aspect of her business except her like YouTube channel. Yeah. And she I mean, she's got a whole setup and she's not paying anyone for anything. It is amazing how she has made all of these people who work for free thinking they are saving the tigers. It is truly amazing to me. Like what a, like, just like, what a swindler. You know what? Snaps to her. You can't <laughs> knock the hustle. However, Seriously. one thing that everyone is talking about with Carol Baskin, though, is the fact that she definitely killed her husband. Absolutely. She definitely killed her first husband and either fed him to the tigers or he, buried him on her property. Yeah. I would go with the bury them on the property, like... She's got 40 acres or something like that of Mm -hmm. land and swamps and like there's a lake on her her property and I think she killed him in the middle of the night when he was trying to leave her Mm -hmm. and they got into an argument and she was just like, you know what? It's you or me and I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) I am comfortable. I've got this this thing going with the tigers Mm -hmm. and I want to keep it going and you're not running off and leaving me high and dry and I'm done. You see, to me, Carol Baskin's story is the true, true crime aspect of this documentary because that is just a plot that we will never really know about. Like, that is something that will always be a mystery. What happened to your husband, Carol? What happened to your husband, Carol? (laughs) I want to know. I mean, we'll, we'll never really know, but I just feel like... I can 
see the position that she was in. Mm-hmm. She was much old. He was much older when he when she married him, and she had been in an abusive relationship before. Mm-hmm. She was very comfortable with this very wealthy man, but yeah. he was obviously a womanizer. He was going off to Colombia to go start a new life, and he wanted to leave her. And leave her out of his will, and I'm sure, like, battle her down to nothing in the divorce. Mm-hmm. And I can just see her being, like, just snapping. I can see it. No, it was Costa Rica. He was running off to go be with a woman in Costa Rica. <laughs> what did I say? Colombia. Oh, Costa Rica, yeah. <laughs> no, but really and truly, predators all around. I want to talk about the main oh predator God. in this The series. biggest one. Doc Antle. This man, first of all, okay, I don't know if you guys have seen the other Netflix documentary called Wild Wild Country. Mm-hmm. It is about a coal in Utah, I mm-hmm. believe, one of those states over there, Utah, Colorado, they all seem the same to me. Um, <laughs> he grew up in that coal and now owns the Myrtle Beach Zoo with a bunch of tigers, a bunch of lions. I don't even know how many animals. Yes, monkeys elephants yeah so much homeboy became famous lending tigers to hollywood producers for movies movies music videos he did the britney spears like infamous uh a slave for you performance with the tiger in the cage and the yellow snake like that was all him like he's been out there working Getting checks. Yes, but the tea on this man is that... He's a cult leader. He's a cult leader and he has like four wives. I mean, I think there was definitely more than four wives. Like... Like 12? Something (laughs) like that. Like, so he... He's the most sophisticated of the bunch. His mm-hmm. property is beautiful. The, yeah. the the operation that he's running is actually well managed, well produced. Mm-hmm. You know, the tigers seem clean and happy and, you know, the women are beautiful mm-hmm. and they're young and he gets all of their boobs done. Yes, and he <laughs> builds them all houses. Like big ass homes. He's driving around his property in, like, the second episode. Yeah. And he literally is like, this is so-and-so's house, two-story, four-bedroom house. Nice balcony. This is wife number two's house, same thing. Wife number three's house, same thing. And you're just like, well, damn! (laughs) That was literally what I was about to say. God damn, no wonder these women never leave. Yeah. You are providing them kind of a nice life. All they got to do is play with the tigers and hang out with you. Like, bet. Yeah. <laughs> like, and there's so many of them that, like, they don't even have to spend that much time with him. So, I mean, it's not the worst but of the bunch. He, yeah, but he is also displaying very predatory behavior. Yes. All of these girls join... I'm going to call it the cult. Join the cult when they're super young, yes. 19, 20 years old. Yes. And they are basically manipulated and used to run his operation and keep him happy. Yeah. One of his former employees said that she felt very controlled, mm-hmm. very disillusioned about everything going on, and it took a toll on her. So, you know, 
he gets arrested at the end of the documentary because it's rumored he's euthanizing his cubs as well. And I just feel like all of these people, as funny as they are, as interesting as the series are, they're villains. They are totally villains. Like, they all deserve to go to jail. They all need to be prosecuted. And, like, it's just weird that, like, this is such a thing. Like, that's what my biggest takeaway. It's, like, who would have thought? <laughs> who would have thought? I would not have thought I can go out there and buy a tiger for $2,000. Right. It's harder to get a Louis bag these days. Like, girl. <laughs> I mean, we could we could bring in a tiger and, like, raise it as our own. And, like, I just don't understand. I just, it's just crazy that people are out here doing this. And, like, you know, since then, in the media and on social media, we've seen, like, different like articles resurface from the past of like people owning tigers in their home in the Bronx like in an apartment <laughs> you know <laughs> like you know the guy in the documentary that uh had 50 animals on his property and then mm-hmm. let them loose on the town like yeah. you know it's just that's just so wild to me that that's happening out there and like we're all just completely oblivious mm-hmm so before we round this off, I want to just do a couple more highlights on Tiger King. The alligators. The alligators. <laughs> the alligators burned in a flaming inferno. I don't know what he used to describe it, but it was so <laughs> hilarious. You guys, did you know that those were Michael Jackson's alligators? Right. <laughs> it has now surfaced that Joe Exotic acquired Michael Jackson's uh alligators i mean why was why did michael have seven alligators like that's the weirdest thing to me so strange and somehow these alligators got burned up with all the footage of joe's first reality show yes a studio burnt down on his property after he was being investigated and it is rumored that joe set the fire himself and and to just to destroy evidence Mm -hmm. and you know as a consequence of this fire, his alligators burned. And I was just like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, just another layer, you guys. Another highlight of the show that I would love to mention is Joe ran for president. I mean, against Trump. And governor. They were were on the same ballot. Like, 2016 was a wild year. (laughs) Like, Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, the thing is, for me, I don't understand why people are like, I want to do that job. I want to <laughs> run the country. I want to be the leader of the free world. And I want to be the the captain of this ship that is America. Listen, when. I- they can barely string a sentence together. Oh, Joe can barely speak. I was going to say, I think Joe Exotic and Trump maybe, just maybe, both did it for clout. <laughs> and it just worked out a little bit too well for Donnie. I mean, yeah. That, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, like, it's just so strange that he would say... Like, even have the idea to be like, yeah, let me put money behind a political campaign. Like, sir, you have no political experience. You, your zoo is failing. You can barely keep that afloat. What makes you think that you're going to run anything? Like, he also ran for governor. And it's like, 
Do you know what that even entails? His campaign manager was a manager at Walmart. Let's leave it at that. (laughs) So, you guys, that was our Tiger King deep dive. Now, it is time to get into the tea portion of our episode. What's the tea, girl? What, What celebrity gossip do you have for us this week? Okay, this is not even celebrity gossip that I'm gonna start with. It's just an overall thought. Okay. In the time of Corona. Mm-hmm. And I just wanna talk about all the celebrities and all of the foolery that they are just spewing to our timelines <laughs> endlessly. And they just can't seem to stop. Yeah. I just, the videos mm-hmm. and the tweets and yes. the lives and the the messages and the, i mean i'm going to put influencers in this basket as well mm-hmm. it's like they think they're reaching out mm. and you know giving us hope or connecting bringing awareness to <laughs> the just the tragedy that's going on right now and like they're letting us know that we need to stay in our homes and that we're not alone and it's like, sis, we know. <laughs> we know. Oh, we God. fucking know. Like, the entire world is on lockdown. We don't need, like, no se que celebrity putting up videos, like, trying to bridge the gap and bring us <laughs> all together. Like, I'm so sick of the celebrities and, and, and the together alone oh, business. Oh, gosh, yes. It's a really cute sentiment on the mm-hmm. surface. Just like on the, 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 the top, to the top surface. Mm-hmm. It's cute. You know, in theory, it should, you know, alone together. But they're alone in $20 million houses, 10,000 square feet. They can actually, like, escape to a, a random room. <laughs> they can go use the fifth bathroom. Yeah. You know, people that are living in much tighter circumstances, both financially and spatially, I mean, the the situation is just completely different. Yeah, all of the celebrities just seem so out of touch and so... It's almost insensitive. Yes. Like, at this point, this is the thing. In recent years, I feel like celebrities have been called upon to bring awareness and mm-hmm. use their platforms yeah. and to reach out and give people, like, information about things. But it's like, everybody knows what's going on. If the celebrities were putting out these videos maybe two months ago when no one was speaking about this to bring light to, like, what was going to be coming, then the message would have been received. Mm-hmm. You know, I could have... I could have taken the guys we need to start preparing you need to you know stock up on on supplies you need to stay in your homes like we should be you know wearing masks every day that Mm -hmm. kind of thing i would welcome that message two months ago yeah you know eight weeks ago but today last week no like you're late just sit down a little late at this point we are all just people dealing with this in different ways and that's all that it is Mm -hmm. like i i don't like nothing about them trying to comfort everybody else is comforting yeah it just comes off as like so patronizing and just so like 
really insensitive, I think, mm-hmm. is the right word. I just, I, I really can't deal with it. Like, I had to, like, I logged out of my Twitter and my Instagram, <laughs> and I was like, I need a couple days. I'm just on a little bit of a hiatus because, like, I just, I can't. The only celebrity I'm liking in quarantine is Tory Lanez. <laughs> and you know why that is working? Because he's not trying to, like, have some sort of, like, global conversation. He's yeah. like, bust it open, but, like, <laughs> twerk it out. Yeah, like, we all miss the club. Like, let's feel like we're in the club right now. Right, he's just trying, trying to bring some, like, levity to the situation. Yeah, and a some little lightness. I love it. And that's what I like. Like, anybody that's making content right now that just... You know, just bring some lightness to the room. Mm-hmm. Like, don't try to, like, I mean, I'm even sick of the how to work from home mm. and build yourself a morning routine to get through quarantine. Yeah. You know, like, all of that is just, like, sis, we know. Like, it's been said many, many a times already. Like, I saw a meme on Twitter making fun of all of the routines, like, 5 a.m. to 9 a.m., I'm going to meditate, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was, like... 12 p.m. to 3 a.m. vibe. (laughs) (laughs) And that's basically what it is. We're in an endless loop of, like, uncertainty. And you just got to find things to make yourself happy at this point. Yeah. And the celebrities are just not doing that for me at all. And I'm just, I'm over it. We're tired. Sit down. Yes. Put down your phone. Yeah. All of that. (laughs) For my tea, I brought... It is a little bit of gossip. Yaya Mayweather stabbing her man's baby mama. Can we talk about this? How are you going to have a father, Floyd Mayweather, that is a multi-millionaire? You're living your best life. You never are going to have to work a day in your life. And you're stressing over your man's baby mama. I mean, first of all, sis, you've got so much money that you... Don't need to be talking to anybody that has a baby mama. Yes, like, you, you, you're, you're priced out of those situations. Mm-hmm. Like at some point, like certain issues just economically don't make sense. Like yes. this is a situation that economically doesn't make sense. Like yes. you're, you're, you're hustling backwards right now. She stabbed her, and she's facing up to ninety nine years in prison. I mean, this is tea. Who's her man? Does, is it something I, we One know? of the YBN, YFN, one of them. I don't even okay. know who he is. He's a, 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 some rapper, no sake. Not worth it. Okay. So, yeah, like, sis, you've made all the wrong choices. Like, you don't fight the girl. You fight the man. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to stab anyone, it's the man, not mm-hmm. the girl. Like, she's not the problem in the situation. You know, like, if anything, you've done too much in this situation and... And she's got a little place to say, like, you need to fall back. Mm-hmm. I just, that's just so weird to me. If I had that much money, I would not let anyone hot up my head over anything. Oh my God, no. I would just be, like, <laughs> looking fabulous and going to great places. And I would be on an island somewhere, like, chilling. My advice to Yaya Mayweather, I hope you don't go to jail for this. And when you get out, just move, start a new life, go to the south of France, and just date models. I mean, but she's definitely gonna serve some sort of time. You don't just stab somebody and get away with it. Oh my god. I mean, okay, so the situation (laughs) is dumb. But it's like, 
ma'am, you've taken this, this way too far. We have to prosecute you. Oh my gosh, you think she's going to go to jail? I would think so. Wow. Okay, so let's stay tuned for that story because I really hope she doesn't go to jail. I just want her to do better and date models that just look cute and don't say too much. Right. Like, like you know. Yeah. <laughs> this just seems like a whole lot of drama that she shouldn't have. I I don't see a reason for this at all. No, at all. Okay. So the next thing I want to talk about Mm -hmm. is, okay, so this is like kind of happy news, but Jordan Woods was revealed as the kangaroo on the Masked Singer. understand why you watch. Okay, no, wait. Pause. <laughs> now let me just break this completely down for you. <laughs> Did oh, you see my face? Yeah. I was like, you're like, why are you so excited right now? Okay, wait. <laughs> I'm gonna take this in the direction that you're not expecting. Okay? okay. Hold on. I'm like literally like... crying right now. Okay, so... Jordan Woods was on The Masked Singer. Now, mm-hmm. I do not watch this show regularly. Okay. I watched the first few episodes of the first season. I remember this, and I tried to watch it too. I couldn't get into it. Right. And after a while, I was like, I'm not really into this either. Boom. So Jordan revealed herself this week. She was on it. It was like, who knew that she could sing? I did it. Cool. Wow. So then I went on YouTube Looked up a couple of the performances, and I was like, oh, okay, you know, she started out rocky, she was, like, out of breath and, like, out of tune, but, you know, as the weeks went on, she got better and better, and she did, like, Diamond by uh, Rihanna. Oh, that's a hard song. Yes, and, you know, she did fairly well, and I was like, okay, this is cute, like, good for her. But the reason why I want to even talk about this is because I just, as I was watching it, I was like, what is the actual point of this show? <laughs> Okay, I'm glad this is the conclusion you came to, because when you first said this, I was like, Adriana, I I am not, we're not on the same wavelength right now, why does this matter? So, my question, what is the point of this show? You've got A-list celebrities mm-hmm. in their own respect. Yeah. On a singing competition show. But they are completely covered up, and you don't know who they are. So, I just wonder for how long are they going to keep being able to sign up celebrities to do the show? Mm-hmm. Like, for me, the celebrities get very little out of it. Because at least, on a show like Dancing with the Stars, their face is on TV every single week in front of the 50 million people that watch the show. Mm-hmm. On this show, their face is not on TV. Their name is not on Twitter. Like, you don't get talked about unless you lose or you win at the very end. Yeah. And so you've got about a week of publicity, and that's the week that you've lost to get garner some sort of, like, relevancy from it. I think it would make more sense for the show 
to do short-term stuff. So, like, every episode, they, like, reveal all the people. You get me? So, it's, like, two people battling. Who wins? Reveal them both. You know? Right. Because then it's, like, instant. Exactly. I'm not going to sit and watch a show for how I don't even know how many episodes like 10 episodes this year. I'm not gonna wait 10 weeks to figure out who the kangaroo is I'm right. sorry <laughs> so you've got this like one week where you've been kicked off before the next episode airs and that's your time to shine because now you can talk about your experience and your time on the show and blah 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 blah, blah. And you can put up your instagrams because it's finally not a secret, mm-hmm. but it's like, what are the celebrities actually getting out of this? And I don't, I feel like at this point, they haven't figured out that they're not getting a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Because next week, we're moving on to the next person. It's like, we've got 10 other people to figure out. Like, we don't care about you anymore. Yeah. And then on the flip side, <laughs> the show is like, Really not leveraging the kind of star power that they're bringing on the show. It brought back T-Pain. It brought back Mm T-Pain. But, like, he made it to the very end and he won. Yeah. But it's, like, maybe T-Pain wasn't being talked about, like, all over the place. But it's, like, if T-Pain had, like, dropped a song last year, like, nobody would have been, like, oh, my God, why is T-Pain dropping music? Like, he's still a legend. Yeah. Like, we still love him. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know... But, like, this season, the first person to get kicked off was Lil Wayne. They had Lil Wayne on the show. And it's like, you've got that much star power, and you're cutting those kinds of checks for these these artists to come on the show, and you're not even leveraging them for views. Because it's like, Lil Wayne is doing reality TV. Like, his biggest fans would tune in and watch if if they knew he was on the show. I didn't even know Lil Wayne was on. I would have, I want to go watch now. Exactly. You're like, oh, let me see what he's doing. Even if you're not into the show, you might give it a watch or two, a week or three, whatever. But it's like, the show is not leveraging the star power, but they're probably cutting checks for all of these people, Mm -hmm. spending a whole lot of money for not just the cast, but the judges that they have on it and they're not leveraging that to make their show any bigger any more relevant any more anything it's just like this is like a lose-lose situation so my question is what's this no point whatever network this show is on is it fox abc what is it i think it's fox rethink it reevaluate and and give us better yeah i just like don't get it like i I, and i just the the conclude like i came to this point when I was watching the videos of Jordan, and I was like, what is the fucking point of this? <laughs> I was like, what did she gain from doing this? It's like, okay, now we know she can sing. Is she going to drop an album? Cruz dropped an album. No, she dropped a song. I mean... I loved Cruz's song. <laughs> is that your next story? No. Oh. <laughs> we don't have time for the next story. So, you know, it's just like, I, I don't know. I think it's a very, very strange. Can Kylie go on it? I want Kylie to sing. Yeah, but guys and shine. But you wouldn't even be interested in the show because you wouldn't know that Kylie's on it until she's not on it. Mm. You see what I mean? You see mm. what I mean? Wow! And I'm watching last week's episode for Kylie, but I'm not watching next week. Exactly. I just there. Everyone's hustling backwards. <laughs> 
Well, you guys, that is it for today. I hope you guys enjoyed the first episode of the TV and Tea Podcast. Yes, you guys can find me on Instagram at Selena Stan with two N's. And you can follow me on Instagram, XO Adriana Alicia. And then don't forget to follow the podcast Instagram at TVNT and give us a subscription. Subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yes, we will be dropping episodes every Friday. Hmm, Sorry. Um, We'll be dropping episodes every Friday. So please go ahead and subscribe. And if you're feeling so inclined after this glorious debut of an episode, you know, (laughs) leave, leave us a rating. Leave us a little review. You know, tell us something nice. Only something nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But thank you guys for listening. And we will be back next week. Peace out.